All right, so as you can tell, for those of you who have been here before, we're doing things a little bit differently, which is awesome and exciting. Um, so basically the whole goal of tonight um, is to just worship um, worship Jesus and love on him. Um, and that's, that's what we're going to be about tonight, and we're going to just see um, what happens. But before we do that... I just want to kind of give a little bit of a background into why we're doing this. Um, so over the last couple days, weeks, months, um, God's just been really laying on my wife Haley and I's heart um, that as we gather together, church and all the stuff that we typically do, like getting it back to just being about Jesus um, and really making it all about him. Um, and so as we've wrestled with what that looks like and kind of diving into that, um, it's been like, okay, God, how do we do that? And, and two of the main things that he's been saying is prayer and worship, prayer and worship, prayer and worship. So for us, Every day, we, the four of us, me, Haley, Praise, and Baby Peace, um, have gone into Praise's room and have um, turned on a, a uh, worship set from, a, a prayer and worship set from Upper Room, and we've just spent focused, intentional time of just being with Jesus, just sitting at his feet and just worshiping him and just loving on him. Um, and it has absolutely changed my heart. It's changed my relationship with him. It's only been a week and I, I can't even, I can't even tell you what he's doing. He's breaking the chains and the strongholds of a works based relationship. For me, um, if you guys uh, have ever played any sports, we understand that I played basketball and played in college, want to play professionally, God had other plans. But for me, it's like, okay, if I work really hard at my sport, basketball, I am going to get better. And the thing with Jesus is we don't have to work hard to have a better relationship with him. We just have to sit at his feet and we grow in relationship with him. So as we have been doing that, it's been a week um, so far of just spending that intentional focused time with Jesus and just and just sitting at his feet and being in awe of who he is. And so we bring our little almost two-year-old in and we have a little um, we have a little speaker. And so the other day, Praise walks in, he turns on the speaker, and then he gets down on his knees and on his hands and feet, and he puts out his hands just ready to worship. And in that moment, I was like. I was like, oh my God, if a two-year-old can get it in a week, that's exactly what our heart has to be. As we come into his presence, it's just, okay, God, we just surrender everything and it's all about you. So that's what it's going to be tonight. We're going to get into worship and it's just going to be all about Jesus, okay? I, I, I'm to the point now, I've been a youth pastor, been a family pastor, all those different things. I'm to the point now, it's like, God, I don't care what people think of what I say. I'm not, I'm not here to put together a skillfully crafted sermon that blows your socks off. I just want to help you guys experience Jesus tonight. I want God to give a, a revelation of his heart and his character to you guys. And it's not going to come from me. It's going to come from him. So before we do that, I um, am going to just give a little bit of a background of why we do this and look at an example of David, and, and he just set the tone for um, this type of movement. Um, but yesterday, yesterday I was, as I was preparing for today, just going to do the normal sermon, I felt like God wanted us to just change and switch things up. I was just like, okay, God, you're in control. You go for it. Um, and I was listening to a song that I have listened to a hundred times 
times at least. Um, and in the, in that moment of just taking specific time in my little prayer room, um, God just absolutely wrecked me. And it was crazy because I've heard people like, Oh God wrecked me. I'm like, whatever, bro. What does that even mean? Like, but I'm literally sitting playing this song over and over again. And it's the song called nothing else by Cody Carnes. And I'm going to talk about the lyrics in a second, but I'm sitting there. And as I'm listening to the lyrics, it's like, this is exactly what God has been speaking to me. And it's exactly what he's bringing the church back to. And I am just weeping, like legit weeping. I've got snot running down my face. It doesn't even matter. I'm just on my face before God and God in that moment, in that little room, just me and him, God touched me and touched my heart. And Haley walks in like, what is going on? What is wrong with you? And I was like, Hey, you just got to be just come and be with me and, and, and let's worship together. Here's what the song says. Nothing else. The lyrics, I'm going to go through them real quick. If they might be up there, they might not. Um, it says, I'm caught up in your presence. I just want to sit here at your feet. I'm caught up in this holy moment. I never want to leave. I'm not here for blessings. Jesus, you don't owe me anything more than anything that you can do for me. I just want to be with you. I'm sorry when I've gone through the motions. I'm sorry when I've just sang songs. Take me back to where it all started. I open up my heart to you. I'm sorry when I've come with my own agenda. I'm sorry when I forgot that you're enough. Take me back to where it all started. I open up my heart to you. I'm caught up in your presence. I just want to sit here at your feet. I'm caught up in this holy moment. I never want to leave. And it's got more and more and more. But that song, as I'm listening to that song, it's just like Jesus was speaking so clearly to me, like, that is my heart. That is my heart for you, that you would just be in my presence, that you would just sit at my feet so that we can grow in relationship and intimacy with each other. Um, and as I've been studying, I just started um, going through reading the whole Bible. Um, so I'm, I'm now to uh, Samuel, and I'm, I'm reading about David, and David was one of the best examples as to what it looks like to be devoted to the presence of God. Um, when Saul was in power, when he was ruling as king, he abandoned the presence of Jesus and all hell broke loose for them. And it was a disaster. Um, he left the Ark of the Covenant, which was the presence of God, and uh, they were struggling because of that. So the Ark of the Covenant was where heaven met earth, um, and David said that it was the footstool of God. And so whenever, wherever the Ark of the Covenant went, the presence of God manifested his glory there. Um, and it was the most important thing to the Israelites that they, um, as God's people, were the ones to carry God's presence, to carry the Ark of the Covenant wherever they went. Um, it's what made them successful. So as David came into power, he was the one that established and took back the Ark of the Covenant and put it right in the middle of their city. In Psalms 24, seven, it says, lift up your heads, you gates be lifted up, um, be lifted up you ancient doors that the king of glory may come in. This was the verse that David wrote as the Ark of the Covenant is coming into the city um, where his kingdom was established. And in Psalms 22, three, it says, but you God are holy, you inhabit the praises of your people. David understood what it was all about. He was first and foremost a worshiper. He was all about the presence of God. And mo most of us, what is David known for? What, what does God say about David? That he was a man after God's own heart, right? So 
It gives us in Psalms 27, verse four, it gives us the key of what that is, of what David's heart was, and therefore what God's heart is. It says this, Psalms 27, four, one thing I have desired, Lord, the one thing that I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord for all of my days, to behold the beauty of the Lord and inquire in his temple. So if you want to have a heart like David, our goal in life has to be to just dwell in the presence of God. To dwell isn't, um, it doesn't mean to, to abide means um, a temporary. Abiding is temporary. It's for an hour or for a day. But to dwell means to set up a permanent residence. So David's heart was to set up his residence, his life in the presence of God. And that's what he did. He brought the presence of God into the center of everything that they did. Every governmental decision, all the people would go around. He, he hired 4,000, over 4,000 musicians and singers and pastors to pray and sing and read the word and just worship God 24-7. So their whole community, everything that they did was all about the presence of God. They couldn't help it. They couldn't escape it. It was just what they did. Um, and I don't believe that David was just magically born with a heart after God. It came from spending countless hours in his presence. Because the more, you, the more time you spend with him, the more your heart is going to look like his heart. Um, in 2 Chronicles, it says, For the eyes of the Lord range to and fro to see um, whose hearts are fully committed to him. It's, it's, God is looking for people who just say, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to give it all up. Nothing else matters, but to be here with Jesus. Um, so as the band comes up and gets ready to play, um, you guys can come up now. Um, I just want to talk real quickly about why, why we do this. God is not going to rule and reign and manifest his power where his authority is not honored, where he's not honored above everything else. So um, for us, we are going to just be able to honor and worship God here today. We're just going to sit at his feet. And as we do that, he's going to come and touch us um, and speak to us. Um, but if you don't know what to do in this instance, as we worship and pray for, for a while, for the rest of the time tonight, um, there are just four quick things. You can do this. You can praise. When you praise, it's an agreement with God's nature. Praise is honoring who he is um, and just and what he's about. And when we do that, when we sing praises to him, it reveals, he reveals more of himself to us. Um, secondly, thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is an agreement with what he has done in the past. And we choose to thank God for all that he's done in our past. And when we do that, it starts to stir up faith and hope inside of us. Um, the third thing is um, intercession, it, which is an agreement with his will for his people that his people would be restored to what they were originally created for. That's intercession, coming under agreement with what his will is for us. And then number four is prophetically. Um, prophetic is agreement with what he's, what he's about to do, what he's going to do. And when we agree with what he's going to do, it keeps us focused on, it gives us hope, it keeps us focused on what's to come. Um, 
So as we worship and as we praise and now as we sing, you've got those four options. You can praise, you can worship with thanksgiving, you can do intercession, or you can practice the prophetic. And I would encourage you that, guys, this is the heart of tonight. Again, I just talked for 10 minutes. It's not about me. It's not the words that I say. Tonight is all, it's not even about you. I'm sorry. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's not about the band. It's all about Jesus. So tonight we are going to dance and sing and worship and stand up and move around and pray for people, lay hands on people. And as we are just worshiping and honoring and loving on Jesus, he says that he inhabits the praises of his people. So he will show up when that is our heart to worship, to praise, to just sit at his feet and be with him, he's going to show up. He's going to speak to you. He's going to prompt you to do things and say things and pray for people. He's going to show up. So I'm going to pray real quick and the band's going to play and they're going to sing and we're going to spend the rest of the night just worshiping and loving on Jesus. So God, I just thank you. I thank you for tonight. I thank you that it's just all about you. God, this is a little unorthodox. We don't normally do it this way, but I thank you that you're still here. You're in the midst of what we want to do. God, I'm just praying and believing that you have just breakthrough for people tonight, that people would understand who you are and who they are, that we would, that you're just unlocking a spirit of sons and, and, and daughters in this room, that we would walk in a authority um, and freedom. God, you're all about love. It's how you operate. So God, we thank you that we're just stepping into your love tonight. God, I thank you that you're wanting to do a new thing in the hearts of every single person in this room. God, that you've been preparing for this moment, for this time to come and touch them tonight. And God, I pray that every every idea of us wanting to get something from you, whether it's direction or purpose or calling or, or uh, provision or anything that we come into your presence and, and want selfishly, I pray that we would just lay that to the side and that tonight we would really be able to just focus on who you are, that we would praise you, that we would just worship with thanksgiving, that we would agree with who you are and what you've done and what you're going to do, and that we would be able to just be in your presence tonight and that you would absolutely come and invade this place, that the kingdom of heaven would come and touch earth right here, right here. So God, we worship you. We thank you. Tonight is all about you. In Jesus' name, amen.